right, everybody. Welcome to the Say Yes Anyway podcast. These are conversations from the heart. You know, there's probably something that's tugging in your own heart that you have no idea what it means or where it's going to lead to, but you just know that you have to follow it. And uh, that's what these conversations are for. And so thanks for listening. Today is really, really, really special to me. And I'm looking at some amazing faces right now. We're all over the world, truly. And some of you guys know about Wholeness Journey. Some of you guys know the story. Um, basically, it's a yoga retreat, service trip, mission trip that we have been doing women's work for the past seven years all over the world. And uh, it's been the most transformational experience. It's it's literally like, you know, created purpose into people's lives. People have quit their jobs because they now have seen like how they can actually make a difference in the world around them. They have have healed or developed uh, family and relationships in so many ways. And because of this, um, we have now brought on a men's side of this team. And so we're doing our very first co-ed trip in Costa Rica this November. And it's seriously so exciting. It has been about six years, a dream come true. And uh, when we were in Thailand about, about six years ago, they asked, one of the organizations asked if we actually could do a workshop for the men out there. And to be honest, I was like, I don't know, we're a bunch of women, like what, what can we do? And they were like, I don't know, do whatever you're doing with the ladies, but like turn it into maybe some male form or something that they could use. And I was like, okay. So we came as a team, came up with something about how do we build confidence as men? <laughs> and we did a workshop and to be honest, it, they, it, they were so impacted. They literally cried. They laughed. They were like, you know, burning paper as well as looking in the mirror. And, and they said, wow, this was so impactful. And since then people have told me, Hey, we have to do men's work. And now here we are. So I'm so excited. These men, I, um, we have handpicked them. They, they have been highlighted to myself, to our team because, um, they have been men that walk the walk in a lot of different ways. There's a, um, maybe mentor relationship here, friends also, um, ones that I've mentored in the past, and it's truly an honor. And so I just want to welcome Will. I want to welcome Mike, Jamarl, Richard. And so thank you guys so much for being here. <laughs> Glad to be here. I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that part was a little funny because I, I, I didn't tell them to say anything. And so they're all <laughs> silenced right now. So yeah, none, of us, none of us want to talk over each other. And so it's like, okay, yeah, Jess, you just tell us when to speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. So anyway, um, why I brought them here today is because, you know, I think a lot of times what we've found, at least in women's work, is women deal with a lot of stuff, a lot of things, and a lot of men have no idea what it is that we're dealing with. And we've found the same exact thing for men. And we found that when we grow within ourselves, when we become the leader that we're created to be, when we heal, when we, um, you know, stand up in a lot of healthy different ways, then we can treat other people so much better. We love ourselves deeper. We love other people more. We can be of service more. There's less burnout, all these things. And a few of the men, actually, there's um, single, there's married, there is engaged. And so... Um, this is the perfect place where we get to dive deep into this conversation of what men, where they're really at in their life, what they're dealing with, and um, and how to support each other better. So anyway, I would love to know, first and foremost, Jamaro, what's one thing that you love about yourself and your life right now? Oh, such a good question. Um, 
one thing I love about myself and my life. So I think one thing at the moment I'm really enjoying is um, activating my creativity a lot more. Um, recently, I mean, I'm artistic and creative by nature, but recently I've taken on a project over the last couple of years, which wasn't very artistic. Um, and it feels really good to have completed that project and to be diving a bit more back into the kind of first loves of art, um, writing, um, photography, and things like that. And I think, um, yeah, like that kind of expressive side um, is something I've I've worked quite hard on and I'm still working on. Um, and it's, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying that at the moment. Mm, I love that. And you're married, right? I am, yeah. yeah. Coming up to nine years in September 2023. Wow, nine years. Mm. Oh, and she is the sweetest soul ever. And it's cool that you guys actually get to create together and you guys are even coming on this wholeness journey trip together. You guys get to like dream and do amazing things. So even as you're talking about your creativity, how cool that is that you guys get to do that together. Sorry, I can't quite hear you. My audio has um, gone a bit dodgy. Can you hear me now? Well, can you guys all hear me? Okay, so we're good. So, yeah, could you, could you repeat that? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay, perfect. So we'll do that. So I was just saying that how cool it is that you're married and that you actually now get to do all the creative things together. You guys even have um, a creative photography, um, videography company together. You guys mm -hmm. are now just, you know, in this space, like how do we even become more creative together? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the dynamic between the two of us and what that looks like is is very, it makes for very interesting um, teamwork. So yeah, on the one hand, there are so many ways in which my wife flows in her artistic expression that um, kind of confounds me, it will always confound me. Um, and it, it's actually really, I, I'm learning to admire the ways in which she can flow that I can't and vice versa. We're also seeing that um, in terms of some of the ways that I like to express myself um I'm able to kind of cover a lot of the bases that perhaps she would find a bit naturally uh, more difficult to execute um and so together we've I think having a foundation of of love and marriage helps with the communication but I think learning to apply that in our creative expressions independently and then coming together adding that extra dynamic has been such an interesting journey and has made for some really really powerful like execution we've, we've really um, had such a great time in delivering some really exciting projects and putting out some really amazing art, but it's also had some very um, challenging conversations and, you know, up late at night uh, editing and doing, you know, just churning out work when you have to and also then making dinner for each other and, you know, like doing the laundry mid-session, mid you know, all the kind of stuff you have to still do as a married couple. So, um. So yeah, it's definitely been a really interesting, interesting journey. And we're we're like we feel like we're fairly early days in, even though we've been married a long time, fairly early days in um creating a lot together when it comes to our photography and videography. Um, but it's but yeah, it's it's really exciting to think about how it's gonna develop. Mm, wow. Thanks for sharing all that. And even with that, I was just uh, wondering, actually, Will, because you're you're married as well. You you two are the two married ones. We got a single and an engaged one, so we got it all. This is awesome. So Will, even with what he was talking about, it's like, okay, I wonder, do you ever feel the pressures of being the man of the household, of 
being married, you have children. Um, like, what is that like for you? I think as a man, like what actually goes on in your head of the pressures that you might feel? Ooh, that's, that is a question right there. Um, man, how, how much time you got? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I feel like we're about to step into a counseling session right now. Um, but no, this, this is, this is the pressure that, uh, I mean, it, it just, there's, there's some innate things in women and there are other innate things in men and the things that I tend to, to process and see and the weight that tends to get heaped on me is a lot different than the weight that my wife, uh, has. And so we have three kids, our, our youngest child, a special needs child. And, um, our whole world got flipped upside down when she was born. Um, right when we thought we knew how to do this thing with two older boys, um, we get thrown a massive curveball and there's still times that I'll wake up at night and thinking, why am I up right now? Why am I concerned about this right now? The greatest thing I need is to go to sleep. Uh, and I just can't. And there, there are pressures of provision. There are pressures of stability. You know, one of the things that, uh, was really interesting walking through with my wife is she felt all the emotions, uh, and when we started going through this, I mean, when we, there, there was anger and sadness and excitement and bitterness and frustration and joy and all the things with like times a hundred. Um, and I felt like a, a lot of my processing was, um, keep it steady, keep it steady because there were times where I felt the pressure to be that solid footing for my wife. I felt the pressure to be the one that had it together, the stability, uh, not just from a provision standpoint, but from an emotional uh, anchoring standpoint. And I remember wrestling with like, why, like, why is that my innate response? I didn't feel like I was suppressing anything. I didn't feel like I was actively not allowing myself to feel it, it just, it just took something took over in me that was like, maintain, take care stability. All these words were being echoed in my identity, not just in my mind, but in my actions. Um, and it, it took a while for me to be able to process and get through that. And so I think that that's one of the big pressures that I've felt just naturally as a man uh, in marriage with kids is uh, I, I feel that my wife sometimes gets to express and feel everything, but there's a pressure on me to maintain a little bit more. Um, and I'm just now getting to a place where I can process that in good community with good friends and, um, and, and feel safe and feel seen. Wow. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I think so many people can relate. I, I even noticed like all of our heads were nodding in some sort of way of like, yeah, like 100%. And I know with being a woman too, I feel and other women that we talk about or, or that I talk to as well, where it's like, we don't want to feel like we hold all the pressure to like have it all together as women. And then we also don't want the man to feel like he has all the pressure to have it all together. But then when two people don't really know how to express or like what's really going on, then everybody's trying to like do their best. And it's just this thing. And that's when, you know, people talk about explosiveness or um, being toxic or who knows what, but it's like, okay, like there, you said a, a few good points of like, being able to process and then have really good community and people to do it with. And cause we can't do it alone. Like we don't know what we don't know. 
And I, I feel like that's such a powerful thing where, you know, Jamal, you were expressing like the differences and how you guys navigate and will how that like still comes very true to you. But you guys have learned so much, thought you had it together and then your life got flipped upside down. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure so many listeners, so many people can relate. Um, I'm curious, Mike. So you now, I mean, I've known you for a bit. I knew you when you were engaged, when you started dating, when now, I mean, before you were engaged, single, started dating, now you're engaged. Like what goes on in your head, you know, in real time of maybe the pressures that you might feel of, oh man, like, you know, the next step is coming. Like what, what do you feel in this moment Hmm. as a man? very related to will there is a sense of pressure here to hold the foundation and the the home for the woman to come and express herself and to create within this home and as we're coming through and getting closer to this bonding and this unification between us both of our lives and both of our dreams are coming together and i feel this large responsibility to you know, be the sturdy foundation of which we can build upon and not allow our lives to retract to what they once were. Mauda and I specifically um, didn't grow up in abundance means by any met necessary and grew up in poverty. And Mauda had holes in her home where she can look and see the prairie that was literally right outside her house and animals would come into her home. So there's a large fear for her that she needs to be provided for and that she does not want to go back to that lifestyle. And um, neither do I want to go back to where I came from. So, but there is a, a sense of partnership and teamwork in this creation together. And there was actually before I had taken the idea of marriage seriously, I had this revelation beforehand. My mindset was always, I'm here to go ahead and build this kingdom of which then the queen can be a part of. But then I had this switch and maybe it was more, let me find the queen for the kingdom and build this empire together. And then I was like, I found the queen I want to build this empire with. And uh, that's what I actually said to her before we started seriously dating was, Mauda, I would like to invite you into my vulnerable journey and build together. And that whole mental shift has absolutely changed everything for me and allowed me to have a serious relationship mindset and a growth mindset with my dynamic partner and that we can together build the thing that we want. And I don't have to have all the pressure of building it before she comes. She's here. So let's build it together and become those individuals. Um, yeah, that's kind of my thought, my thought train on that. Whoa, that's so good. I just, uh, there's something about when you just have like this little mindset switch where it's like, who knows what could have happened where you could have been on this path and be like, I'm just not ready. You know, you're in your building season. I'm not ready for this. And when the time is right, when I've created this kingdom, whatever, then I can like invite her along. But you brought up such a good point about this vulnerability side 
where it was like you had to lay down these certain things that I that everybody's talking about here like this pressure to have whatever together whether it's the kingdom whether it's the family whether it's like the steadiness like the something's got to be figured out and you were vulnerable enough to invite her into that mess that's not you know a mess but it's unknown and that you guys can hey let's just figure this out together like that is insane and that's beautiful and that's huge and that's like co-creation of also um where that beauty can happen and learn and develop you know from each other and watch what can be healthy and be of service like together so that's a total inspiration i think for myself even with being a single woman um so that's yeah that's super interesting and even with that rich you and i are we're both single yes ladies gentlemen we are here and the the most amazing ones uh you better be like top notch ready for us because we're living a big life but um rich my question for you is what do you feel even as like a like a single man like pressure with whether it's providing something or whether it's dating or whether it's having something together or like things not working out so you feel the pressure to have them figured out um what does that feel like for you in this current season yeah that feels like seven questions in one to be honest uh all right but... share whatever you want to share <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> that probably good. wasn't clear maybe i had a lot of things i wanted to ask you oh it's it's a good topic to broach at, at any rate um i feel I feel a good amount of pressure from society at least um, to have things together in that manner. Um, I literally just had coffee with a, a dear friend and said the opposite to him, you know, told him how valuable he is and any woman that cares for him is not going to care about those things. Uh, but the reality is those pressures exist, you know, and you just try to take what comes to you and be um, responsible with it and care for it the best you can. And that's the best way to do that is by not taking things in generalities and uh, take each individual experience one at a time for what it is and continue to evaluate both how you feel and communicate openly. And this is the only way around your you have a lot more legwork to do. Totally. Yeah, and that's interesting too that you brought up that you just had coffee with a friend and we're telling them one thing and then it's like, ooh, I, I needed that too. And I feel like that happens to all of us. It's like we share these things that sometimes if we just sit back and we're like, okay, what would I tell my friend? What, you know, what would come up and like how would I deal with that even – when it feels really good or when it feels really hard or when it feels really unknown. And uh, anyway, thanks for sharing that for sure. So I'm curious because all of you guys are so incredibly different, so gifted in very different, unique ways. And I would love to know maybe in a short way, like why do you feel that wholeness journey or, or being a part of this men's side and co-creating all together um, is in alignment with your own life um, and why you said yes to this 
fun adventure. So I'm going to go ahead and ask Will first. Yeah. Um, this is, I love this because I've, I've been processing through why, honestly, because I feel like there is a, a gap there of something missing, a connection of something um, that I really want to tap into. It's something that I really want to be able to explore. Uh, and so as a more stereotypical male, I mean, I was raised to play football. I was raised to be the, I was a good old Southern boy in many ways. And so I've got a lot of uh, expectations on me um, that I'm coming now as, as you know, as an older guy, uh, realizing that, um, ah, that so much that was spoken over me so early. Uh, and so I think one of the reasons, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, one of the reasons why I, I think this is absolutely in alignment with me is uh, I am doing a little uh, seeking and searching right now of what is masculinity of what is healthy of what are good expressions of what does it look like to be a whole complete human father husband uh brother uh and so that's uh yeah so i am i'm see i'm seeking more than teaching right now something that has helped me so much and i swear by over the past few years um to give me the most vitality and energy and mental clarity has been the organifi green juice i swear when i had adrenal dysfunction and could barely get out of bed or was just like trying to pound down a ton of coffee um this seriously changed my life i ended up taking one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one at night. And after two weeks, I seriously was feeling the biggest difference in the world. And I have been taking it almost every single day since then. And uh, so that is my biggest, one of my biggest wellness hacks for anybody that is just truly wanting to come back to life. It has chlorella, um, spirulina, ashwagandha, so many um, incredible healing elements to the body that we truly, truly need. And no joke, it tastes so good. And there's only a couple grams of coconut sugar in there and it seriously tastes so good. I've had so many grain juices, um, tried so many different types of products and this one by far is the absolute best. So I suggest um, go ahead and just check it out, Organifi. And then I also have a code for you guys because uh, they know that I love the green juice so much that they've given a code so I can share with all my friends and family. And it's just Jessdahl, J-E-S-S-D-A-H-L, and then you'll get a 20% discount. So whenever you get it, please let me know, tag me in it, shoot me a DM, and let me know how you feel. Um, how does your body feel? How does your mind feel? All of it. Anyway, I want to know. Thank you so much and enjoy that green juice. Wow, I love that. I love that because it is even, I remember when we were trying to come up with with the name and there was like wholeness purpose and there was like so many different things. And then it was like, whoa, no, it's a journey. Like it never ends. And like, what does that look like? And you said, what does it look like to be a whole man? What does that look like to be a whole father, a whole brother, a whole friend, a whole like in every aspect, body, mind, heart, spirit, whatever. And in your every day, I think we're all, we're always going to be, there's no right answer, but how cool is it that we literally get to do this together and journey in like a safe place. And this is what this place is. It's a safe place to like journey in that no matter 
you know, color you are, age you are, background you have. You guys have all shared very different backgrounds, which is super cool too. Um, and then what about you, Jamara? What, what comes up for you? Yeah, such a good question. And I think um, for me, there's there's a lot of things that I could say, but I think ultimately, I think when Beth and I met you and and heard the heart about wholeness journey, it just it just resonated at such a deep level that I still didn't have words for. Um, and similar similar to to where like I feel like I've been searching really searching a lot for what it means to be a man and what it means to you know steward masculinity in a healthy way um, in today's society and you know stand up for what you believe in but also provide safe space for for women and I'm just really captivated by um, family and community and what that looks like on a radical radical level um you know radical platonic intimacy between men and women and how that that dynamic can be its most thriving um that's something that i've been captivated for for from so many years and i think a lot of it has come through healing a lot of it has come through my journey i didn't have a, a a male role model in my life growing up that that um you know was present enough to me for me to to look up to or was living a life that i could look up to um, I was an only child, didn't have brothers or, you know, anyone else older as a male. Um, and from an early age, I've always longed for for that in some way, shape or form. And as the older I get, the more, you know, realise that um, you can reset the the template and you can, you know, through, with God and, and with, with healing, you can you can be the, the template. Um, and that's really just set my trajectory completely different um, in terms of breaking any kind of generational pattern in my in my life and my family um and so thinking in that that respect i'm just so drawn to people and place spaces that are wanting to do that because i I just feel like that's so on the heart of god that is you know at the crux of a, any strong society are strong men um and i i don't know what that looks like but i i know it doesn't look like what i see in the world so i'm just i'm just looking and really desperate to, to know and understand and um to receiving revelations from God and and sharing space with some other men in, in places that make me feel uncomfortable or places that I, you know, um don't necessarily feel like I've been before. Um and yeah, and so when this came up, it just it's just so it's just so in line with what I believe is is good and coming, um and what God wants to do with with men and, and women in this kind of generation. So um yeah, it's just so important and Obviously, Jess is just such an amazing person. So um, just easy, very easy to, to jump on board. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for sharing. And also your voice. I could just listen to literally forever. <laughs> I think you'll probably do some of our like meditations or something. I just like start voice recording you and then add them to like our whole wholeness journey packet. Like this sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm up for that. No, that should be good. <laughs> done yeah <laughs> so good uh how about you mike yeah when you asked me i was like oh this is an opportunity of a lifetime to be a part of this and and to grow with other males and to be in this beautiful place of vulnerability with them and also a beautiful place and environment and then, but there's all these like ideas oh what about work timeline can i get the time off i was like no this 
this this must be done like this needs to be done for our society for me i need to be a part of this myself i've been looking and longing and salivating over this type of experience for so long so um just like your podcast you know say yes anyways <laughs> plug <laughs> Yeah, but I'm looking forward to uh, um, getting together with males and uh, as a fellow seeker, like probably all of us here um, seeking for how can I express myself through the core? How can I identify with all the identities that I need to have in order to be a male in this society and fulfill all my roles? for the opportunities and responsibilities that I have. And uh, can I do that without wearing all the different masks associated from that? Can I get to such a, a core within myself that feels strong enough for me to express in all of those different roles? And can I be strong enough to go into society and, and have the support of these men around me and be like, okay, well, because I'm at my core and they need me to be a certain way that I don't resonate with. And I feel like I'll have to wear a mask that doesn't resonate with me. It's not in my pocket. Then do I have the self awareness to just say no to those opportunities as well, that it doesn't fit me. And I think it takes uh, lots of conversations and to be vulnerable with these other males, like what it is that we truly are going through. And, uh, we don't have to do it alone. And going back to the conversation with um, having a partner as well, yes, I feel like I have to be strong with my partner and to have that sturdy foundation, but I do have these other male relationships in my life where I can really drop my shoulders and be all that I am in that moment. And if I need to cry, if I need to be held then they're there for that and they're there to hold me so I can be vulnerable and still be strong with my female counterpart part. So yeah, very much looking forward to this beautiful opportunity to be out there in Costa Rica with you all and an honor to go ahead and be a part of one of the first collaborations with male and female here. And not just being with the men, but the opportunity for the men and the women to come together and heal in vulnerability. I feel like there's going to be such beautiful intertwining in that healing journey itself. Excited for what is to come in November. So good. <laughs> so eloquent too. Sometimes I like listen to Mike and I'm like, where are these words coming from? Like it is so amazing i don't know you're like oh i'm searching i'm searching for him with each breath yeah. <laughs> i don't know what's gonna no, come totally. out totally <laughs> it's so good i'm like on the edge of my feet what's the next <laughs> i'm the same way i'm like what's yeah. gonna come out <laughs> so good how about you richard what was what what is the thing that makes you feel that you want to be a part of this or um lead in it and yeah so what resonates with you yeah uh thank you uh lovely words y'all as well i really appreciate the dynamic that all those things create together um i am of the belief that god created us um in a way that we have a mind and a body and a soul and a spirit and that they're all woven together 
in a way that is beyond our comprehension. And uh, we only pull out those things to try to understand them better. Um, and we live in a culture where uh, it's fairly endemic for people to really not even be in touch with what their emotions are or not use critical thinking skills to process through things. And so I think this is why we have a lot of lonely, hurting, sad, depressed people. And um, that makes me sad. Um, and I've also been in some of those places, you know, um, through things that have happened in my life and come out on the other side stronger, holding the hands of my community and of God and see the power that comes with spending time to hold space for people as they navigate these areas of their heart that they haven't traversed before. And um, this is intrinsically valuable thing. And as a as a mission for myself, I, I'm most interested in encouraging people to be who they truly are, who God knows them to be more than anyone else. And I think this is the process whereby that happens. And um, linking arms with one another, um, you know, holding hands while someone is crying or um, laughing with someone while they have conquered something. Um, and it just seems like you have been doing that in your own way. And so, uh, so it's an honor to be involved and to try and uh, bring the things that all of us have mentioned and add that to the beauty that you have already been doing um, for the purpose of helping people to come out of um, shells that aren't themselves and so that they may uh, blossom and flourish. Um, it's an obvious yes, and it, it just feels like refreshing to even talk about, let alone uh, have the opportunity to get in relationships with such as y'all and such as the people on the retreat. So more or less, that's my, uh, that's my take. Yeah, and we had even hearing all of your guys' story that literally is such an answer to prayer. Like you guys sharing this is just like, dang, this has been such an answer to prayer for all these years that I just know are truly gonna, you know, transform so many lives just by the yes. And one thing too that is at the heartbeat of all of this, where it's like, yes, on our trips and how we encourage each other to be the best versions of ourselves, to heal, to grow, to come into our wholeness, to live in purpose, to be empowered. Um, we also believe just as much to be of service that when everything that we receive and whatever we go through, then we go mm. and serve and we go and we give. And so I just want to touch on that element of in your own perspective, um, maybe in a, it could be your own perspective, I guess, like what you believe is helpful in males or society, but why is the element? Cause we're going to go out there and work on, you know, some, the women are going to be doing some women's work. Men's are going to do some men's work. They're also going to be doing some physical labor. And then we're going to join forces and do some service together. So in such a really cool way, 
Um, but what for you, like, why does service matter to you? Why do you think that it matters to the world, to God, for people to join in? Um, we're going to go with Will first. Well, this is what I get to do full time. So again, you're giving me the, uh, the big ones. Um, but so my wife and I started a ministry a few years back and it was the whole idea behind it. Even the name of it was about that, uh, was, was on the walk. And the whole concept behind this was, uh, I think that a lot gets revealed on the walk to the thing. Um, and, and so I, I have, we, we've created an, an atmosphere and a culture of service, uh, of, of dropping down and serving someone else of, uh, we have a whole ministry that we run on the side. Uh, that's another story for another day, but um, I find so much healing, exposure, uh, uh, all all these experiences on the walk to the thing, and and the thing oftentimes is is some sort of service, some sort of action, some sort of I, I'm going with the intention of taking care of someone else, and as I'm going off with that intention, stuff starts to brew and starts to happen, and so. Uh, I, I'm all for it. Whenever, whenever people feel sad or depressed or worried, I'm like, Hey, let's go to a soup kitchen. Let's go to, let's go down to, let's go downtown and see who's on the corners. Let's go do something because I just think so much happens when you, when you step into that space and you decide, okay, yeah, I am going to go serve someone. And I think as you're even on the walk to the thing, um, that a lot of stuff starts getting stirred up inside. Mm, wow. That's so good. What about you, Jamara? What do you think? Yeah, that was that was so good, and I think my take is is very very similar, really. And I I think it's just a natural response, a natural response to um, the injustice in the world, a natural response to understanding and apprehending some kind of love um, in any shape shape or form. It just feels like you know when you've when you've experienced love it, it just has to be it has to be reciprocated it has to be expelled in some way in giving back um and it's not it doesn't feel like i think in an ideal world it wouldn't even be called service it would just be part of normal life but i think you know we've got quite an individualistic separated segregated society for you know historically for years and years hundreds and hundreds of years that has meant that you know we've we've had to do it in this way but we're looking in terms of co-creation and kingdom community that our day-to-day life would be in some kind of service as we you know if we pay for the person's you know um coffee behind us or something or if we're like um I don't know spend an extra couple of minutes talking to someone in the in the car park or, or just doing something that is constantly giving back um it just feels like such a natural response to living in this living in this world and knowing some kind of love um and so for me like yeah I'm, I'm definitely and it's a you know it's something that has to be intentional because of you know the world we live in it's something I'm holding myself wanting to hold myself to a higher account to but like just just giving back in some way shape or form feels like um just so so normal and um and so when it comes to a, a project like this that's you know, so ambitious that impacts so many people's lives. Um, and that, you know, is again a probably a product of the system that we're in, that we that people are in such dire straits. Um, and we are, you know, blessed in the where we're living in terms of our, our level of kind of general overall kind of financial and um, economic stability. 
such an honor to be able to go and give back um and i think that's that's kind of the posture i want to i want to stay in as much as possible um you know humility and and service as a as a part of everyday life so good we're actually writing in the chat that this is like now tomorrow's quote and it's so true and uh that yeah the, in an ideal world it wouldn't just even be called service it would just be what we do and um i love that because that's actually the whole essence too of what we get to do and the essence of wholeness journey where it's like oh you come to this place of you know people think okay i'm gonna go on this yoga or this wellness retreat yes we need to fill up absolutely that is what we need to do but there's some retreats where it's just like you 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 and then there's some mission trips some service places where then you just get burnt out. I mean, you've seen so many missionaries, you see so many organizations that are just run dry. And I remember while I was traveling on the world race and I was just like, man, people are so unhealthy. And like, how can, if we're unhealthy, how can we go and like love anybody else well? And it just became this thing of like, what if it was just the way of life? What if it was, it doesn't even need to be like a movement. It just is the way of life. And so that's the essence of this is, okay, we're going to fill up. We're going to love ourselves. Well, we're going to heal. We're going to feel empowered. And then we go to, we get to go and practically do, go do something of service. And then it just becomes this overflowing natural tendency. And that's how you really impact the world. And, and because it's, it's real, it's authentic. It just is. And, um, so I love that, that just, yeah, that hit home for me. Um, Richard, has there ever been a time in your life where you felt somebody was I don't know of service to you in your own life or like gave you something or um you know you felt in need of something and they did and you just felt like wow I needed that so bad or like your life changed all of a sudden can you think of a moment or a time and if not a specific one um does that resonate do you think that that has happened yeah I feel like that's happened so many times that it's hard to even think of an instance to share mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my grandfather at times has just known the right moments to give the right piece of advice or um yeah he bought me a car one time when I was low yeah this kind of things I, I'd like to I'd like to add to what uh was already shared too on the previous question um I feel like God made us in his image and that image oftentimes is thought about physically but i think i don't know about that exactly but i think i i think it is at least a bare minimum uh about his heart and um the desires that we have to love and be loved and to fight for what's right and to reach our hands into the dirt and make things better the dirt of relationships or responsibilities that we've been given. And this in and of itself is why it resonates so inherently with us is because it is built into our being. And it is like that, that backwards economy of God whereby we give away and we, and we receive so much um, because it's just how we were created to be. And so, People know that and they feel it in their souls. People who are not used to doing that when they feel treated that way 
repentance, why it says it's God's kindness, it leads us to repentance. Um, they feel that thing that's true that they haven't been able to put a finger on, and it's so profound in its simplicity. I love that. That's so good. So good. It's in our innate being, literally in our chemistry. That's so good. And I would love to hear, so especially on these trips, and I know, you know, then we do healing work, inner work, we go and be of service. And then the reality hits and it's like, oh, snap, I got to go home. Right. And it's like, well, what does that even look like? And that's a big process that we take our participants on of, oh, wow, like you go home to this world where um, everybody's living the same life. Maybe you see with a new lens. Maybe you now want to quit your job because you find more essence and purpose for your life. You feel more empowered to make a difference, like whatever that is. So with that being said, what are you desiring for one yourself and then anybody that experiences this with us to not with expectation or like outcome, but with just this, you know, desire of, I hope that you would walk home and feel this way. Um, does anything come to mind, Will, when I ask that question? I, I'm a very practical guy. Uh, and, and I like to walk away with the tangible steps. And I like to walk away with the plan. Um, but I, I think that, um, I think one thing I would love to see people is, is that, is that passion, that engagement with the plan. I think that they're going to come away with some practical steps and things that they want to start practicing. But uh, it's one thing to just run home and empty your closet and sell everything and give it to a poor. It's another thing to actually uh, still have that same passion six months, eight months down the road. And I, I think that, that that passion for the plan, and I think a big part of that plan has to be some sort of connection to community, connection. We, that we, we, we go to these experiences like this, and we meet these incredible people, and we leave them there. Uh, we leave the experiences, we leave the connections, we leave the people there. And even on the world race, I know you mentioned earlier, it's, it's that quest to get back there. It's, like, it's always that quest to get back there. And I, and I want people leaving with the ability to be empowered to um, find that community wherever they're at. Um, so that, that passion for the plan that involves some sort of community, community stuff. Mm, so good. Thank God we got a whole journey journey community and in your own community, we will help you out. I love that. That's so true. It's like, you literally can't do anything without, without each other. So I love that practically. Yeah. Jamal, what about you? Well, I mean, for me personally, I'm already in quite a transitional time. And so I'm ready to kind of quit my job and go full time with the, the production company at a moment's notice. So I'm, um, I, I kind of expect I kind of expect something personally, yeah, in my life to shift dramatically, um, which is exciting because I'm I'm so ready. Um, and yeah, I think like sometimes you need to you need that kind of distance from your current norms, the day to day, to be taken out of that and place in an environment where you know you're thinking on your feet, you're you're on the front line, so to speak, and you're activating your faith and activating your the skill sets that perhaps you took for granted um, or were dormant in your current lifestyle. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see people come into their own um, and, you know, take steps in confidence and 
self-awareness that they perhaps wouldn't have been able to take in their normal day-to-day. I know that's something I'm really, really looking forward to myself. Um, and yeah, just, just it's really exciting to see people thrive both personally and in a community. So yeah, definitely echoing Will. And then also, yeah, that that personal being able to see yourself in a new light and saying, oh yes, I, I do have a voice. I, I can have an impact. Um, what I have to say is important and things like that. And you can find that in your day to day, but um, you can also find that in a, in a new experience that completely takes you out of that and, you know, puts you kind of, yeah, on, on the front line, so to speak. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing people thrive in that way. So good. I also can't wait till your full time and your gig too. I'm going to happen. It's going to happen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Richard, how about you? Yeah, good answers. Um, I think the trajectory of growth is oftentimes not a straight line. And so my main expectation and hope is for people, everyone, including myself, to be open and vulnerable and honest. Um, because I think that oftentimes growth comes in the areas that we think we know things with certainty, when in reality, we're protecting ourselves. And so my main goal was that we would learn to trust ourselves more, to uh, lean in on things and to create habits and patterns whereby we're open to hearing uh, any sort of insight that can help us learn and grow. Because um, that is like teaching someone to fish or learning to fish ourselves, you know, having those skills whereby in any circumstance we can continue to engage in that growth regardless of what setting it is. Mm, wow, that's so good. I love that. Yeah, and it's it's I love that you brought up too about the um like you can't really have expect you can be expectant without like expecting the specific outcome, like holding on so tightly to like this is how it needs to look but it's to be expectant of all of these things. Like they're going to happen. I believe you, I believe it like activating it right now. 100% it's going to happen and just being so flexible to like gain the insights in any moment in time, you know, like it's all within us. And Mike, what do you feel that for you, you're looking forward to from this experience for yourself personally, like going home, you know, we're activated into life, into purpose, into our everyday. Um, so for yourself personally, with something like this to go back home with, and then also for any participants as well, like, what do you, what do you feel for that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is just going to be a culmination of it's, it's going to be such a large moment in my personal life. Like I know everybody, all the participants will be impacted, but me personally, I, and that's why I'm so grateful for you for saying, for even thinking, Hey, Mike, I would love to have you a part of this journey. And because like, this has been a dream, a dream, because I feel like this is an opportunity to like be a missionary and I feel like this is what I get to come home with is this missionary mindset of, yes, I can have this beautiful fellowship with these individuals, 
have it purposely um, related to God have this massive impact and all of us just get to come home with a deeper sense of who we are and how we relate to God. And uh, that's beautiful for all of us present. But I've, I've really felt like it's been a calling over my life personally to be involved in missionary work. And uh, this feels like that stepping stone for me. I think when you actually called me when I was on my way to Sedona and like talked about this opportunity, I think that's one of the things I mentioned was I've always wanted to be a missionary. And I want to share God everywhere to all peoples, to all cultures, to all backgrounds, all around the world. That's all I want to do. I just want to talk about God every day of my life to whoever's willing to listen. And I'm going to do that for about two weeks out there. (laughs) And when I come back, I just hope that is a solidified nature of my beingness that I, I mean, I was on this call. I had to talk to some lifeguards right now as I'm working. Um, I was literally talking about God, like this call got me pumped up. So I mean, I feel like the integration process is happening before the trip even begins right now. So I'm integrating the post-trip today. (laughs) So it's good. Get us having a good conversation and then you just are activated and you're like, oh, how can I just be this now? And it's so flipping good. I love that. So yeah, it's, and that's the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, um, people are going to experience life transformation for themselves we think that we're going to be of service yet we're being served and then we have a community of people that just now understand and and we go through our deepest cries we go through our like highest laughs like we go and serve others we go and explore and adventure and have the biggest time or the best time in the world and and i feel like there's just nothing like that and then you get to activate that in real time like just in your everyday life and it's an honor to be able to, you know, just live differently than, than culture status, like what people say matters. Like we get to create a different level of what actually matters. Like what's the heartbeat and like, how do, how do we each want to live? Cause we also get a choice. It's like, whoa, like we can choose to live differently and we can choose to live with so much life and joy and expansion and um, together in such humility and, ease and peace and um and in a lot of tangible ways so is there anything else I would just love to ask if anybody is maybe on the fence or they're thinking about potentially coming or they're curious about it or anything like that I would just love to hear from maybe a couple of you guys you can come off the mic and just share um if you're on the fence this is what I would say Ride or die, baby. <laughs> I love that. All right, Will. I always use. I, I love reverse psychology. I was just thinking, you know, what? hey, don't don't come. Just let us pioneer this. We're gonna go have the incredible experience. You just wait. Don't worry about it. Let us go be go be men and explore our manhood in a safe place within the confines of community and make some incredible memories that are going to last a lifetime. You just, that's okay. Just stay at home. (laughs) I'm coming. (laughs) Okay. We'll do Jamal and then Richard. 
Yeah, it's just what's the worst that could happen? I think it's it's just there's so much life to be lived, and there is there's so much of the world to see, and there are so many people that you know that we can impact, and it's like you know we could either stay in our normal comfortable bubble, or we could step out and really you know be the voices and the people that we're called to be. And I feel like there's so many people listening who probably have dormant kind of dreams, dormant revival within them. But um, for whatever reason, it's been delayed. But, you know, no longer, no longer delay on the things that, you know, are on your heart. And if this is it, you know, what better chance, what better opportunity? Feel that? Yeah, I don't know if I can improve on any of those. But I think when the opportunity to grow presents itself, you know, you know where you're at in life. And if, and if you're in that space, you have to take it when it comes to you. Um, and so it's hard, but it's also a gift. So, um, I think this trip will be insanely great. And so, uh, if people are in that space, then I welcome that. So good. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. This was absolutely incredible. I love each one of you once again, like, you guys are all called to be there and have, you know, been um, prompted and on purpose. And I literally can't wait. I'm excited to learn from you guys, excited to co-create, excited for all of us women to learn from you guys, men to learn from each other, go be of service, be empowered, live in such radical ways. And um, all you listeners, if, if any of this resonates with you, if you feel the call, just like they've all said, please just go ahead and check it out over at wholenessjourney.org. You can check out our site. You can also check out our Instagram at wholenessjourney. And then if you go ahead and you like this, actually share this episode with a friend. If you like this, go ahead and share it at one, at our Instagram. We'll go ahead and share that as well. And just want to encourage you that you are created for more, that you matter, that you have such a purpose and um, there's something inside of you that is truly ready to rise and shine. And um, I just can't wait. So anyway, love you rooting for you. And thanks so much. See you at the next one.